Hello, ladies. Thank you for gathering with me again as we study chapter 14 of the Godly Woman Bible Study, titled Helping Others. Before we hear from Irma, let's begin our time with prayer. Dear Father, I'm excited about our study because you care about us and desire for us to grow and reflect your image. Please give us insights into your word today as we listen to what you have for us in this chapter. In Jesus' name, amen. From Irma's heart to yours, she says, Blessings on you, dear friends. Have you ever had the privilege of helping another woman receive Jesus Christ as her Savior and Lord? Where is that person today? What help or spiritual parenting did you offer this person? Is she a growing Christian today? Is she walking with Christ? Or did she flounder and never grow to maturity? You perhaps can identify with that in your own life, and you know how difficult it is to grow without someone spiritually helping you. The goal of this study is to show another person how to grow so that she can help another as she has been helped. Love, Irma. Ladies, we see the biblical principle of helping others in 2 Timothy 2.2, which says, The things which you have heard from men in the presence of many witnesses, entrust these to faithful men who will be able to teach others also. For clarity, let's look at this verse in the Amplified Bible, which says, The things, meaning doctrine, the precepts, the admonitions, the sum of my ministry, which was Paul, which you have heard me teach in the presence of many witnesses, entrust as a treasure to reliable and faithful men who will also be capable and qualified to teach others. Ladies, in this study, you will learn eight principles of helping others, which could also be called following them up in their Christian life. You will also learn different ways of successfully helping them grow. Another section is examples of biblical people who were involved in a deeper type of training. The study ends with areas of prayer for yourself and the one you are helping. Allow, ladies, the Holy Spirit to teach you, and remember, it is He that will grow them up. We are to be faithful and to help them as we were helped. So I would like to tell you my story on how people helped me. Well, firstly, my parents were the biggest and the first helpers in my life. They took my two brothers and myself to church, and they talked about the Bible frequently in our home. In church, uh, we attended, and the next teachers that really helped me were my Sunday school teacher and my pastors. At the age of eight, I received Jesus as my Savior. At the age of 12, I invited Christ to be Lord of my life. Then I attended different camps and heard missionaries speak, and I, I was really impacted and in a dynamic way by these people. 
But the big change really came when I moved away from home and went to college. It was at college that I attended a Bible, um, a Bible study and met Jean and Irma War. They are the authors of the Godly Man and Godly Woman study that I've been teaching you. In their home was a young woman named Sally. And Sally and I began to meet every Monday. We would do ironing, we would do laundry together, and we would talk. Then we would cook the dinner meal, serve it, and sit around the table and listen to Jean and Irma so often talk to people that were passing through, and I learned so much. After dinner and cleanup, Sally and I would go back to her office where we would sit and talk about the Bible. She taught me how to have a devotional life, how to do Bible study, how to memorize verses, how to write my testimony out, how to share it with someone else and lead someone to the Lord. In fact, we even went witnessing together and there were many girls that came to Christ. Over the years, Sally and I um, learned a lot and we began to grow and ride her bicycle. Basically, she taught me the bicycle that I've been teaching you from the very beginning of our study. So let's review the bicycle. Remember, we need a strong framework and that framework is the gospel. As we've studied the gospel, we need to come to the point where we share Christ with whoever we're talking to in order that they might understand and have an opportunity to receive Jesus. This framework will serve you for all of your life. And now from the framework, we go to the back wheel. The back wheel we call the basics. And this is all about your relationship with God and how to build a very dynamic relationship and a very intimate one with Him. Remember the hub? The hub is Christ and we keep Him the center of our life. And then the vertical spokes are the word and prayer. These are essential because God communicates to us and we communicate to Him. The horizontal deals with people. We share our gospel that's witnessing. Plus, our life must be a reflection of Christ. And then fellowship, being with different believers. That affects our whole wheel. And that is the obedient Christian in life. Having this relationship with God and this fellowship with Him makes me want to be obedient. Now, the back wheel is connected to the chain of grace. And it's the chain of grace with the back wheel where we get our power. And that moves our bicycle along and we can gain speed. It's also the back wheel that affects our character in our life in so many ways. Christ again is the center, but then our relationship with Christ affects how I think, how I respond, it gives me encouragement. Uh, it helps me with self-esteem. It helps me in self-control. It gives me um, perseverance. It changes my attitude. In other words, I'm moving toward a biblical character, and that's essential. The front wheel is also connected to the steering mechanism. And that steering mechanism, because I'm sitting on the driver's seat, 
can steer me in any direction, but I want to go the direction that God has laid out for me, especially to walk in the Spirit. Remember, ladies, in our basket, we have those areas of our life that could be obstacles or they could enhance our walk with God. Such things as knowing the will of God. How about money, goals, priorities, and time, finances? Knowing and dealing with these in a biblical manner can really enhance this ride that we have as we walk and ride in the will of God. Notice we have a passenger seat on our bicycle. And we want to share Christ with others and then allow them to get on to the back as we review and teach them about the framework, the back wheel, the chain of grace, the front wheel, the basket, and allow them to grow in their walk with God so that they too can get their own bicycle. And then it repeats itself. So basically, that's what Sally taught me. And that reminds me of another story. My husband and I had been married just for a a few months, actually, when I was working in um, a hospital in Oklahoma City. There was a lady named Carol who uh, was eating dinner with me at the same time. And she began to tell me her story. She had a really sad life. Four children, divorced, and it was hard going. So I asked her if her bringing up faith (laughs) had helped her, and she said no. So I shared my testimony with her, how I came to know Christ. And then I took out a little pamphlet called The Steps to Peace with God and went through that with her which described how to become a Christian. She decided not to receive Christ at that time, but wanted to take it home. Jeff and I, my husband, had been in a Bible study, and that night we met, and we had been learning 1 Peter 1, 23, which says, For you have been born again, not of seed which is perishable, but imperishable. That is, through the living and enduring Word of God. So, we began to pray. And we prayed that Carol would become a believer. On Monday, when I saw Carol again, I asked her if she'd read through the pamphlet and had she made a decision. She told me the story that when she got home, she called a friend who was a pastor and said, would you come over here and show me how to receive Jesus as my Savior? So she did. And that was so exciting. But we moved (laughs) and we left and went back to Australia. Years later, we were coming to see my folks, coming through Oklahoma City, And I decided um, to call Carol. She came to my mind and I thought, I wonder how she's doing. And it was really heavy on my heart. So I got the phone book and looked up her number and called her. And I said, Carol, you probably don't remember me. But I told her my name and, and that we had talked and shared Christ and she'd become a believer. And I was just wondering how she was doing. 
I didn't know if she was still walking with God, if she was growing, um, what her climate was in her Christian life. But she so excitedly told me, yes, I'm walking with God, I'm going to church, and I'm teaching my children all about Christ. Well, that was just absolutely wonderful. It did a huge uh, faith builder for me. We went back to Australia, and um, which reminds me of another story I would like to tell you. I had a friend in Australia named Ermi, and we were amazed at how God had brought our lives together. She was from Germany, married a man from Czech Republic, and they had been living in South Africa when he was sent to Australia. I was from Oklahoma, married a man, moved to Australia, and here we are, years later, having met. Ermi and I became such good friends, but she had to return back to Czech Republic. And so I was able to share the gospel with her, and she received Jesus as her Savior. And I was so excited. So, not long after that, Jeff and I also moved, and we moved back to Oklahoma. And one day I was having my devotion, and I read 1 Thessalonians 2, 9-12. through 12. For what thanks can we render to God for you in return for all the joy with which we rejoice before our God on your account, as we night and day keep praying most earnestly that we may see your face and may complete what is lacking in your faith. Now may our God and Father himself and Jesus our Lord direct our way to you. Immediately, I remembered my friend in uh, the Czech Republic, and Ermi came to my mind, and I, I thought, Lord, how in the world would I ever get to the Czech Republic? Now there were six of us. It wasn't just Jeff and I. We had four children. So I said, Lord, if you want us to go, if you want me to talk to Ermi, you will have to provide the way and the money. It wasn't long after that that our family was invited to go on a mission trip. And all six of us went. And one of the routes that we took came through the Czech Republic. And I was able to contact Ermi and her family, and we were able to see each other face to face. I don't know what was lacking in her faith, but I really told her all about what God was doing, how he had brought me there in answer to that verse. You know, ladies, this is how important our growth is to God. Both situations caused me to deepen in my faith, and I pray God used it in theirs. Don't allow the lies of Satan, such as, I don't know enough, or there's so much wrong with me, I, I couldn't help anybody, or I don't have time. Don't let fear or keep you from being helped in your Christian life or helping someone else. Ladies, 1 Corinthians 3, 6 says, this is Paul. Paul planted, Apollos watered, but God was causing the growth. The Holy Spirit will guide, teach, and cause the growth in you and in the one you are helping. Remember, Sally, 
Our friendship has lasted over 51 years, and she and I are still riding our spiritual bicycles and helping others. Ladies, let me ask you, do you know someone who needs to know Jesus? Or is there someone you know who wants to grow? If not, let me encourage you to pray for someone to help you grow and for someone else who you can help as well. Let's apply the biblical principles. And now, let's end our time in prayer. Father, for every woman who is listening, please send another woman who is godly to help in their growth. Lord, would you provide another hungry-hearted woman who longs to grow spiritually to them so that they can show them the principles from the bicycle illustration. Father, please give growth for your honor and glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, ladies. Until we meet again, bye for now.